Bangarang Radio, Bangarang Radio, BangarangRadio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go, I'll Bangarang on the radio, so turn it up, I'm telling you, I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya, hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Pop Punk and Pizza with Jacques Lamour. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. I'm so thankful we could celebrate together. You know, I don't think I've ever released an episode of, uh, or an episode of the, the podcast on, on Thanksgiving before. So, pizza on Thanksgiving? You know, why the hell not? Let's go for it. You know, I, I do want you to know that I'm extremely thankful for your support of Pop Punk and Pizza. The podcast has just been getting better and better and getting more support and uh, more recognition. And it's really all thanks to you. So I, I just can't say thank you enough for that. Today's episode is being sponsored by the Connecticut punk rock band American Thrills and their debut single, Regular Blokes, which is now available everywhere. Founded in early 2020 during the pandemic, American Thrills came together to write their debut self-titled EP, and the EP was engineered by Nick Belmore, best known for Make Do, Mend, and Hatebreed, and uh, mixed and mastered by John Norelco, or Narel <laughs> Naclario, I, I apologize if I just pronounce your last name wrong, John. Uh, best known for Brand New and Bayside. Now, the band's unique blend of upbeat punk rock with hooks for days and a sprinkle of Midwest emo caught the attention of New School Records, who will be releasing the EP on December 18th. Now, here's a clip of Regular Blokes by American Thrills. We were the punk, your mother warned you about in the boys that you Regular Blokes, the debut single by American Thrills. For more information, visit AmericanThrills.com or NewSchoolRecords.com. I'll play the whole track for you at the end of this episode. If your band or business would like to sponsor an episode of Pop Punk and Pizza, send me an email at bangerangradio at gmail.com. So getting to today's episode, uh, we are joined by New Jersey pop punk band Friend Circle. I first heard the band earlier this year when they dropped their newest album, Internet Noise. Their song Loose Cannon was actually featured on the Pop Punk and Pizza a podcast Spotify playlist for the month of April. Now, since the release of Internet Noise, Friend Circle has signed with Lost Music Collective and released their first single on the label called Joyride 2.0. So we're going to talk about that and uh, much more. Let's hop to it. Full band on the podcast. This is awesome. I can't I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's been a while since I had a full band on the podcast, so this is pretty cool. And um, I I told Zach when he joined in that I was disappointed that 
he wasn't in Target because when we originally set up this interview, he was oh, uh, yeah. he was inside a Target. <laughs> oh my and, god! Uh, it was it was kind of funny, and I was like, guys, I was like, we don't have to do. This. <laughs> this right now like we can you know we can reschedule it's totally cool and i was like Sheesh. hoping i was hoping that um he would uh join the the zoom meeting being in another interesting place but um <laughs> it's a different place every time it just changes <laughs> right just that he's is. always in a store that's what zach does he's just always Dude, in eric a store texted us eric texted the group chat and he was like mm-hmm. you guys have a podcast like now and we're all just like, what? <laughs> so like, all right, I, I'm jumping on this now. Didn't matter where I was. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, welcome Zach, Adam, Dom, and Aaron of Friend Circle. Thank you. Thanks for it's, having uh, us. No problem. It's great to meet you guys after, uh, you know, I, I was introduced to you earlier this year by um, Mike of Earshot Media. He was the uh, the first person to introduce me to you guys. It was when um, Loose Cannon was dropped as a single from uh, Internet Noise, your second album. And um, like literally from the very first time I heard Loose Cannon, it was just like that that first note that was sung. I, I, I was seriously just hooked right in. I was sold. I was like, this band, I love it. I got to get more of it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're thanks, welcome. man. That's awesome. You're welcome. Um, and uh, you know, I I have like you've always been a band that has been on my my mental list in my head of of having on the podcast. So I'm glad that we uh, we were finally able to make it happen. Yes, great. Right, man. Yeah, thanks for having us. No problem. Um, so you know, considering how rough this year has been, I mean, it, it seems like it's actually been a pretty decent year for Friend Circle. I mean, you released your second full-length album. Now you just signed a Lost Music Collective, and you uh, cranked out a new single, but also an old single at the same time, which we're going to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's actually a, a reimagined version of an old song from your debut album that was released in 2017, uh, Joyride 2.0 um, is the the new version that was just released under Lost Music Collective. Um, what made you guys go back, and and why why that song? Uh, who wants to answer? <laughs> or do you want to just all... Uh, well, well uh, the guy who recorded our record... He just wanted to do it for fun because he likes the song. So, I mean, if it weren't for him, it probably would have never happened. Um, but we were we were immediately interested in doing it just because we liked that song. A, an interesting thing about that song is, I didn't know this until recently, it was the first song that Zach wrote for the band, right? Yeah, that's like back going way back to like 2015 too. And that's like before he even... That was even before Aaron and I started playing together. And like the way the band started is it was just me and Aaron. And we had just like teamed up because we met in school. And then Adam heard Joyride on a demo. And that I think there's been like three different versions of the song. Yeah. That's and there was like an early one, version. Yeah. 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 There was a demo version Aaron and I recorded. And then there was the university version and this would be the third one. So when Adam heard that, he hopped on and then 
Dom joined the band when like 2018. So this is like the most complete version I think the band's ever done. Yeah, it's also the first song I heard from the band. And I heard the the one that's on the first record in 2016, Adam showed it to me. And I think it's like Zach said, it's the first song that Adam heard and maybe even Aaron, I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, so it's kind yeah. of just like an important song for us in a way. Every single member of this band in some way or another, like, yeah, it's like an important song. Like I, I was, I remember it was the first song I ever heard by friend circle. I was in college at the time and I heard the song and I simply just texted Aaron. I was like, yo, you guys sound really good. Just keep doing what you're doing. I had no intentions of joining this band at all, actually. And um, <laughs> then I wound up getting a uh, roped into this band and here I am still. <laughs> <laughs> they pleaded, they pleaded, and they begged. Adam, you gotta join the band, they dude. Like, you you know one pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> and pretty much how it went. Pretty. And then, and then yeah, once and Adam was, once Adam was in, I, I was telling Adam, dude, they they need another guitar player. Get me in the band. Get me in the band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you, you love Joyride, so join the band. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, dude, pretty much. <laughs> so did you guys figure all of this out like after you re-recorded Joyride for this release or was that like specifically the reason you chose it? It's a coincidence, honestly. It was a coincidence. Yeah, because wow. we're, we're not the ones yeah, who wanted to yeah. re-record it. Um, like Dom said, uh, the right. guy who recorded our album, I remember when he said it, it was really random. He was just like, I would love to re-record Joyride. And we were like, all right. <laughs> yeah. And he, he was just saying, like, let's just do it for fun. And I think that's mm -hmm. the mentality we all went in yeah. there with. Like, let's, because recording Immuniverse, not Immuniverse, but yeah, Internet Noise, that was like, it was tough. I think it was serious for us. Yeah, because we were trying to, like, really make a bigger statement than we've ever made before. And I think once we got a little bit better of reception, like, you, I know you said you loved Loose Cannon. And I think like once people heard that and they were like, all right, awesome. Like this band has some potential. And we were like, all right, now let's do something that's like less serious, more fun, try new stuff on it. And yeah. The cool thing about the, the stuff that's different on the, on 2.0 than the one that's on the first record is like, we didn't even really um, practice it or like figure it out together like we kind of just went into the studio and was like zach's kind of like zach's like i think i'm gonna do a rap verse instead and you know, <laughs> this one section where we might just do this thing different you know what i mean it was kind of like that rather than us actually re rehashing it together and coming up with new parts and stuff and I, we played it together i did a, a guitar solo instead of the other thing that was played on on the original so yeah Vocally, we made really the changes oh. of uh, adding me and because I, I joined this band as a bassist and wound up now we split dual vocals. We I uh, we wound up doing right. that vocal change a while ago, probably a year or two ago. So then when we jumped in and recorded this, we already had all the vocal stuff figured out. So that was nice. Mm. Yeah, that's true. It's like a it's like a whole different dynamic. And then yeah, when, I think when, we played. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. You're fine. Go ahead. No, I was going to say we played, I think we played this song at a few shows actually right before the pandemic and before we even like recorded it or like put it out just to, just to experiment too. And that in a way I think helped, um, elevate the song. And like, we, we were just playing it live. I think we played it as our finishing song and 
I think the energy was there and people were receptive to it. But of course it sounded nothing like the Joyride. I mean, like a little similar, but not like, like it's a little faster than the old one. And like Dom was saying, there's different parts in it. So. It's also up a half step. The original is in D flat. (laughs) True. True. Theory facts. I thought I did notice there was there was a l- little bit of a change there too. Yeah. Uh, with yeah, with that, um, it's a heck of a facelift though, because I I went back and and I listened to the original recording oh, yeah. of it, and I'm I was just like, whoa, it's like this is this is so different, and I could tell <laughs> obviously the even just the the quality of the recording and and the production was completely different than what I was introduced to with, with, um, internet noise. And cause that album was, you could tell it was done really well. Um, and so listening to, uh, Joyride 1.0, um, I could, I could hear, I could hear the potential in the song. And I think that, that, that must be why, you know, the producer, he, he must've thought the same thing, like, oh, there's something, there's something more here, you know, that would be cool to, to, you know, show this to people with your, your new sound, your, you know, your polished sound. Yeah, for sure. I think, I know it's something that people have said to me before when they listen to university, they'll say like, Oh, joyride would be like a cool song. And one of my coworkers actually said that before we put the song on, I was like, well, we're going to, it's already recorded. We're just waiting to release it. So <laughs> it was kind of cool to, it was really cool to hear that. Yeah. And yep. especially cool to hear it from like different perspectives and different people. Like, Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so with, uh, so this, uh, you know, joy ride 2.0 is, is your first release on lost music collective. Um, how how did you guys get hooked up with Eric and Vinny? How did how did you get in touch with them? How did we? Um, I, think, <laughs> I think Eric reached out to us one day, and I yeah. think he liked your music. Go ahead, Aaron. You probably remember that. Um, yeah, I think uh, I forget what time it was, but I remember. I know Eric was running his own management. Word is bond. And he had a few bands that we played with before. And um, I think just I think he just reached out through social media. He might have heard of us through other bands. And we were working with him, getting playing a few shows. And um, it was right around, I think, May or the summer of uh, he brought up the idea of uh, signing to Lost Music Collective, and we were we were chit chatting with some other labels at the time, but at the end we felt uh, after talking to Vinny, having a couple meetings with him, we felt Lost Music Collective was the right choice. It was a good stepping stone for us as a band, and uh, even branch out even more and get more listeners. So, yeah, that was that was something that almost put um, a delay on the release of Internet Noise because we had some potential label attention and nothing panned out for whatever reasons. And I, I remember we were coming down to the wire there for a little bit. Cause we put it out the yeah. first of May and like, I think no sleep records reached out to us and they were like potentially interested. And we were like waiting on some answers from them for a little bit. 
and because we we had the album like ready to drop and we were we didn't know like hey are we gonna pull it and put it out with you guys like i think they like showed some interest and i don't know if they got cold feet for whatever reason but yeah after i know after that um eric had said that Vinny was really interested in the band so he he hopped on that as soon as whatever didn't pan out and here we are but yeah i think i think it's nothing but progression and moving up Mm -hmm. as are now fingers crossed (laughs) yeah i agree i'm glad i think uh i think you guys made the right choice so and i mean come on Vinny's from new jersey you know you guys are a jersey band it all you know it's a perfect it's a perfect yep. fit <laughs> is he from jersey i thought he was from florida i don't even know yeah that. he's from new jersey he's originally Shit. from jersey um awesome. but then ended up moving to florida um i f- I, I i forget exactly when I, that i think that he went happened, to college but... down in florida didn't he uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think that's when the Florida thing happened. I don't think it happened when he was a teenager. I think it was college, but I yeah. I could be wrong, I, and I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, so he's originally from, from Jersey. So that's why, if, you know, if you listen to a lot of the older Less Than Jake songs, there's, there's mentions of New Jersey a lot. Yeah. So, yep. um, so I mean, everyone with with the pandemic has has been just doing different things with themselves. What what are some things you guys have been doing individually um, throughout this crazy ass year we've had? Um, like you well, know, learning new things, hobbies, or just like finally well, sure. finally doing something that you've said for a million years that you were going to well, do, and you finally just did it. since i've been laid off i've just been playing music more (laughs) you know yeah which is what i wanted to want to do to begin with and also like teaching myself how to like work on my guitars and you know i painted a guitar and just like working on rewiring stuff and uh oh (laughs) oh we lost We we lost the host oh there he is I am so sorry about that. <laughs> my do- oh, my dog was scratching at the door, and uh, I had to had to let him out of my bedroom. He no he problem. likes to he I likes to he likes to burrow under my bed, <laughs> and then <laughs> he just randomly comes out and decides he wants out. So I completely apologize for the interruption there, Dom. Oh, um, so so you you've been playing more music with being laid off, um, which yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to to hear about your layoff, man. Um, so have you been writing more songs or or just learning a new instrument just practicing practicing how to use logic um the the audio software so like when we go into the studio i have a better understanding of how to tell whoever's producing us oh i want to try such and such thing on this vocal track or guitar track or whatever i know how to say these things or or i could even do it myself and just keep the ball moving in the studio. Um, and as I said before, I've been like finicking with like the soldering iron and getting, uh, setting my guitars up. So that's been fun too. I really enjoy doing that. Nice man. Yeah. I am. I am so not good with that stuff. And I, (laughs) I wish I was just because 
it, you know, I, I, I'm always, when I need something fixed on my guitar, I, I bring it to, you know, the guitar shop or, or right. whatever. And, and, you know, that, uh, that gets kind of pricey. Um, Dom yeah. is definitely the handyman of the band. I, I, I think we'd all agree on that. Yeah. yeah with like instruments and stuff. He, he's sure. a gearhead. He seems to be always buying and selling instruments or amps or and whatnot. Yeah. But, um, I think for Making the re- cables. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I made us all cables over the like a couple months back. No way. Like nice ones. Yeah. Dude, that's cool. How do you how does a person do that? Where do you uh get you, the you could buy all the the same the the same stuff that Mogami uses. They sell their cables for like eighty dollars for like a fifteen footer. Right, yeah. You could Super just buy expensive. a big roll of that same wire and then the ends and you just solder them on and screw the screw the thing together it's Dude. actually kind of easy you get your own <laughs> business right there man hell yeah man Dom, <laughs> dom's cables hell yeah actually might it's not a bad idea yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you're laid off man there you go i mean oh, yeah. i don't know uh i i mean i guess you could call it call it dom's cables or what else you could do something cool with your name on that like do- domination cables or like <laughs> dominate i don't know I something like that. that's kind of cool <laughs> something along those lines you know next time i need a guitar cable i'm gonna think of you and i'm be i'm gonna be like hey dom from friend circle he makes them it's like Dude, i'm I'll just gonna have him cable. make me one yeah oh yeah yeah because you could make the magami cables for such a I mean, it makes no, if you could make them, it makes absolutely no sense why you would spend the money to, to buy one because right. you could literally make the same cable, whatever size you want. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you make any other types of cables besides guitar? Um, I did a pedal board. I, my whole pedal board is like redone from the ground up Man, and it looks really cool. I built all the cables on that, all the power cables as well. So, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and did that for me too. <laughs> oh yeah, I did Adam's board. Yeah. So so when you guys play live again, you're just gonna be like a whole new band. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. I just got yeah. a new amp too. It sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> See, so what'd you get for an amp? I got a Marshall. It's basically like a Marshall Super Lead, but it's only 20 watts and it's a combo. But it's it is loud. Like you, I mean, you probably think like twenty watts isn't very loud, but it's so loud. Well, you don't I imagine need it it's volume. it's tube, right? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. You get you get twenty watts of tube power, man. It's gonna blow your head off. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. it's it's so much louder than than you think. Yeah. That's awesome. Um. So, uh, Aaron, how about you? What what have you been doing with with uh... yourself to just you learn something new or, or keep yourself sane? Uh, I think I think I could speak for Zach as well. I think me and him have been trying to plan more about the business side of things. Um, I try to work a lot with our website, friendcircle.com. Um, just trying to work on that. And I know me and Zach are always collaborating on finding new ways to market ourselves. And we have a meeting tonight after this meeting. Yeah, we're going to talk called- about... <laughs> yeah, Zach called a meeting right after this. So it's it's a, it's kind of like a 24-7 thing. Um, me and him work well together trying to plan out future ideas. So I think that's I think that's the number one thing we I've been working on. But other than that, just trying to stay stay safe. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's been everyone's main focus for sure. Yeah. I'm always interested to hear how how bands are are working on marketing themselves these days. So, like, what's one of the the new things that that you and and Zach have like talked about this year or or learned on you know like do's or don'ts um, um, when it comes to you know marketing your band? Zach, you want to take that mm-hmm. one or? I think the biggest thing that's helped us more than anything has been Spotify playlisting and just kind of setting ourselves up for success and like doing everything we can to land on this playlist just so we can get the exposure to, you know, new cities, new fans, new followers. And, um, yeah, I think another thing is, um, Eric was pretty adamant on saying like, this was probably back when the pandemic just started. He said, uh, a lot of bands are going to be stagnant during this whole thing, you know, making, and I see it too, like making posts, like, Oh, we wish shows were a thing. Like, like here's a live picture from, you know, last year or so-and-so. And he was saying, take this time. And I know like, cause our schedule used to be crazy. We used to play shows and record and bounce back and forth. He said, take this time to really just, you know, delve into your artistry and record new music. Cause that's the only thing that's really going to be, it's going to be pushed right now. So yeah, just, yeah. uh, making music really. Okay. The, the Spotify playlisting thing. I mean, that that's nothing. It's, I won't say it's new, like that's been around for, you know, a little while now, but it's still kind of newish. And, and I know there's still bands that are still trying to crack that, that nut. Uh, crack the right. shell on that and and how does how does one go about that because it's like literally like the new uh radio stations for our yeah. scene you know like i see our first i've heard loose cannon was the first song right zach that got on a loose cannon was the first um loose there's cannon also was... spotify algorithms too and that's like yeah. another beast i remember zach um when when we dropped famous back in November of 2019, we tried to get it on as many non-official Spotify playlists, and um, wherever we could find that there were followers, we tried to plug it here, plug it there. And like Zach said, with the Spotify algorithm, you just get it floating in the system and get your name out there that way. And um, fortunately enough, that that garnered a lot of streams, and I I think that's what pushed loose cannon onto the spotify uh curators and i guess that's how eventually loose cannon got on an official spotify playlist so i think just trying to have people pre-save your song um put it like i said put it on non-official spotify playlists because there are some that have uh thousands of listeners on it so you got to get try to find a way to find that curator it's it's a lot of work but i mean one it's it's definitely worth it because we've seen our numbers grow and we're very grateful for it because we still know some bands that are struggling to gain listeners and uh that's yeah like i said we're very grateful for that yeah it's it's the nature of it for sure and you know all all business talk aside it also comes down to the music as well Mm -hmm. i think you gotta you gotta know what you're doing what you're applying for you gotta know your genre and you know also like one of the main things we're doing is we're trying to modernize our sound a lot with our next music that's coming out 
So it's, it's like the process changes a little bit, but it gets a little bit easier too at the same time. Cause you always, I don't know. I, I think us as a band, we're always going to be interested in evolving, not just making one, one sound, you know, like let's push ourselves a little bit. Let's see what we can do differently. What can we do better? And I think that's important too, is you got to like look at yourself and um, be, be objective as to what you're doing also. Yeah, that's, that's well put, man. It's, it's, you have to constantly evolve, especially <laughs> I feel like if a band doesn't do that, like from day one, um, when they finally do make that change and evolve, their fans are like, what the hell? Like, you know, it, and <laughs> mm. it's just, um, it's like, it's like too, too quick. You know, it's like, uh, that, that transition just happens like overnight. You know, you have the same sound for 10 years or, you know, however long, then all of a sudden, boom, you just, yep. just flip the light switch and it's yep. like, whoa, you know, <laughs> so, so hearing you talk about, you know, the, uh, a constant evolving and just kind of, you know, working yeah. and working your way into that, easing your way into it. So with that being said, I mean, you're talking about new music. Let's talk about that. Um, what is, what, what is new music for friend circle? What's that going to sound like for 2021? Um, I don't, I didn't know if anybody got else a couple new songs. Yeah, we got, we got, there, got some new tunes. There's, there's three tunes in the works right now. And, it wouldn't really be, I don't think it would do them any justice to say that like they all sound like this. They, they, they have a different sound from track to track. One of them sort of more typical to the way the last record sounded. Um, but there's one in particular out of those three that, that has got a real modern sound. Like Zach was saying earlier, we're trying to, incorporate some more just like using like electronic instruments and stuff <laughs> and not being afraid to just kind of break that mold and uh do some more like vocal treatments that aren't typical for like just a rock band type of thing so I mean, without giving too much away. <laughs> well, when you say, yeah, when you say modern, I'm just curious as to what what you're referring to when you say modern modern sounds. I guess sort of like a more like chopped and screwed type of sound that has come with uh, the sort of popular music that's just been around for the past like 10, 15, 20 mm -hmm. years. You know, you can do things on the on the you know software that you use to record your music that you couldn't have done you know obviously before that stuff existed and a lot of bands don't take advantage of that where i mean some bands you don't do that because it's not part of the sound but we're trying to make that a part of what we're doing so you're, like you're, so. no good no you're good zach go ahead well, I was going to say, too, I think what's becoming more and more prevalent, especially for pop punk, you're seeing a lot of hip hop artists really delve into the genre. And they're, I think they're changing the game 
not only like dramatically, but quickly as well, because hip hop music has always seemed to progress and just move very quickly. Like I know if you're going to listen to a song that's in the rock genre, it might be around for like 30 or 40 years, not saying that hip hop won't, there's of course classics, but you might listen to a hip hop song from five years ago and you hear people say like, wow, this is old already. Like, but I'm, Mm. I'm just, I'm trying to say is that, um, I think the hip hop influence in pop punk is, I, I think it's the next big thing and we're trying to like do our own thing, but also kind of, do that as well because when the band first started our our mantra from the get-go was like you know pop punk rap rock and it was always like that's why you'll hear like a rap verse here and there and like i think when we do it it's it has maybe a little bit more like um rapping style and like not so much of the 808s and the stuff like that but that's another thing we're trying to incorporate into new friend circle is like maybe taking it from that um that more, I guess, synthetic sound, but also keeping that, like, that hard rock, like, roots to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's even that in internet noise already. I feel like you've incorporated that into that album, you know? Mm. Um, I with... guess. Sorry, go ahead. Vocally. <laughs> Vocally. Yeah. But from an instrumentation standpoint, it's that record's pretty much just guitars, drums, and bass, really. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah, I know it's it's getting more popular to, you know, add beats and you know, a lot of bands are are playing with backing tracks now with mm. those kinds of things mixed in. So you yeah, know. we haven't figured that out yet. We don't know quite yet what we're going to do with these new songs and how we're going to pull those <laughs> things off live. But yeah, well, keep thinking. Good. Oh, we got time. I mean, <laughs> that's the that's oh, the that good news. <laughs> I was going to say because with the way this is looking, man, like we all thought, you know, twenty twenty one, like shows were going to resume and stuff. Right. And there's there's tours that are supposed to start at the beginning of the year, and it's like. Uh, I don't think no. it's like I think they're gonna have to reschedule those again. Yeah, and it's like how mm. many times are we gonna have to do that? So you know, I I think I, I I think next next year at some point things are gonna start turning around. It just might not be until halfway through the year. I mean, it's it's really hard to say. So, yeah. but yeah, hopefully the vaccine gives us a little leeway, or hopefully it helps the whole situation, but realistically there might still be a lot to be done so i think yeah. we're just you know we're i just sent some demos to the guys last night we're we're just going to keep making new music because that's the only thing really that's going on right now mm-hmm. so what are some other things since since shows aren't happening what are some other ways you're trying to find uh to interact with with your fans on online I guess just social media would be the biggest one. And I know at some point, like, like, I think Adam had this idea, actually, we're going to do, um, I don't know when we haven't really set it up yet, but I know we want to do like a, like a Twitch stream of all of us playing like call of duty. And I think the idea was to all get in a car and play Joyride and like songs related to cars or just <laughs> something kind of fun like that. But, or or you could uh you could all play 
crazy train or is it crazy train or crazy taxi crazy <laughs> from, like, taxi. <laughs> from uh, playstation 2 right i think is yeah. what that game was that? what's hey, that that may have been playstation 1 right i thought it was playstation 2 I don't even know. Aaron and I are Xbox guys, so we don't, we don't oh, okay. know. Yeah, and I know that's you know that that's an old Bro, game. Man. Like that's that's mm-hmm. going, you know, that's going back quite a ways. So it's a great game. Yeah, I loved Crazy Taxi, and that had like a a punk rock like soundtrack to it. It had like The Offspring on it, and I can't that's remember. Sick. Yeah, I can't remember what uh, some of the other ones were um off the top of my head but they were all like punk for the most part punk oriented bands that would yeah. pl- play while you're driving around in your taxi you know that game was always so weird for me for that reason because i'd never heard any music like that and then and and um there was something weird about that game because every time i would put it in then that menu would pop up and it like would be like the offspring playing or something and i would just be like mesmerized or just be like what is this sound like this sounds like nothing I've ever heard before. And I'm, I'm only like three or four years old or whatever. Yeah. I was going to yeah, say really um, fond memories of that game. Yeah. Me too, man. Um, <laughs> I I'm trying to remember how old I was when I first played it. I was, I was older. I was in like middle school, I think by the first time I played it. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I went over to a friend's house and he had it. And that's when I got hooked on it. And he was like bored of the game, but I wanted to keep playing. <laughs> I was like, no, I want to keep playing. And he's like, oh, I'm so sick of this game. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. It was that game and uh, The Simpsons Hit and Run, I think. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, I used I for- to flip flop between those two games just like all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was that was definitely a good one for sure. I remember there used to be a. It wasn't hit and run. It's actually much older than that. There used to be one of the pizza places by me, growing up as a kid. They had a Simpsons arcade game in their pizza place that you could go play. And I don't remember the name of it. I think maybe it was just called The Simpsons. But that mm. was the coolest thing. Wow. Yeah. Um. I wish I could remember if it had a title or if it was just called The Simpsons, but that's completely off t- <laughs> off topic. But I guess I was thinking Joyride. The first thing that came to my mind was was Crazy Taxi. So yeah. Yeah, that, w- that would be a that would be a, a good one. Or uh, any of those. There were so many. Like I don't know what are or you could play Grand Theft Auto or something like that. <laughs> it's another yeah. c- kind of car. Yeah, I think we're like like Zach said, we're trying to trying to find ways to engage with people. He mentioned the Twitch streaming. We have we have a few buddies we could collaborate on on those platforms, and I think that'd be a good idea. But Grand Theft Auto, I I love that game. So I mean, that's always a <laughs> thing, things could get wild on that game while playing while going for a joyride. So it's like, up out of nowhere. Like, All right, <laughs> pretty much the joy, that joyride would end real quick. Yeah, it would oh, end yeah. quick in Warzone too. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, like pretty much. Yeah. Like Grand Theft Auto, you have to carjack somebody and play Joyride and see if you can make it through a whole song <laughs> before you before you die. There's gonna be a you could make a a Joyride video game somehow. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. It's like the four of us driving in a car and you just like 
avoid obstacles or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Avoid COVID. Yeah. yeah. Some... Like balls of COVID just balls. in the road. And you hit one. It's just like <laughs> just balls in the road. <laughs> yeah. And you got to stop and get pizza along the way. And, yeah. You know. <laughs> and uh, trips, to, trips to Target. <laughs> Yes. For Zach. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Pick pick up Aaron for band practice. There we go. And it's like a time it's a timed quest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Um, well uh we gotta wrap it up here, guys. Um but anything else b- before we go? I mean Joyride 2.0 is is out. I don't know how soon. Um, you know, anything new is gonna come up if you guys have anything you need to to plug um we've got the new new stuff definitely won't be until the new year but we are re-releasing a christmas song on the 18th of december so that's we haven't really announced it yet so there it is i was actually i was i was tempted to mention that because eric actually had told me that but i was like well Mm -hmm. i don't know if i'm supposed to (laughs) say anything (laughs) so i was like i i won't bring it up unless they do so um that's awesome yeah like, yeah man he like just gave us the pre-save links and everything and he was saying like oh monday we'll do it because we have thanksgiving but hey why not now you know so yeah right yeah well and this actually speaking of thanksgiving this episode is coming out on thanksgiving so oh, nice. oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. thanksgiving so that's actually everybody <laughs> This is the yes. Thanksgiving special of I've actually never have put out an episode on a holiday like Thanksgiving or Christmas or anything like that. I've never done that. So this is Dude. like the first. Not that this is like we're, I haven't really like incorporated any, incorporated anything Thanksgiving into here. But maybe that's how we can close out the uh, our, Dude, our chat should, is, yes. is what, what's everyone <laughs> thankful for? Let's hmm. let's throw it out there. Zach, okay. you can go first, um, man. I'm thankful for a lot of things, my family and my bandmates. Uh, I'm glad that everybody's safe right now. And of course that we're all working together to make cool and new music. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think, I think I, I, I'm, I'm on the same boat as Zach. Thankful for staying healthy. I'm lucky enough. I haven't had too many close members uh, affected by COVID. Uh, and I'm, so I'm grateful for good, good health. Um, my family and obviously my bandmates and, and Dom's cat right there. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Stuber. Dude, Stuber. I have a cat that looks very similar to that. It's, yeah. What's the cat's name? His name is Stuart, and I'm very thankful for him. He's a good cat. Does he work so in fresh. the cable? Does he work in the cable factory? <laughs> yeah, he measures the cable lengths for me and cuts them. So they're all prepped and ready for me. <laughs> how about you? How about you, Adam? Family, friends, and music. That's it. Perfect. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. There we go. Well, I'm going to say I am thankful for Friend Circle being a friend circle. It sounds like you guys all get along pretty well. And um, I'm thankful for your music because it's uh, definitely brought joy into my life. So, um, and I guess I should say made my life a joy ride. 
I don't know. I don't know how to interpret Um not to to be punny. Um that was horrible. That was probably the worst pun I've ever attempted oh, at. God. Um <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'm very thankful uh for you guys and 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 for being here. So so thank, thank you, you for, for having that. us on. No, you're yeah, thanks, man. Yes, thank you're you. You're welcome. Man. And uh when you drop something new, man, next year, come on back and we'll we'll talk and hang out again. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. We'd love to, yeah. Right. Awesome. Well, you guys have a have a wonderful Thanksgiving and uh and a Merry Christmas if if I don't talk to you guys. Same to you. Yeah, Stay same, safe. You. Thank you. You too, man. You too. All right. All right. See you guys. Cool. See, see you. See you, man. was a great way to spend thanksgiving together thank you to friend circle for being on the podcast aaron zach adam and dom thank you guys for celebrating thanksgiving with me and also uh thank you to eric of lost music collective for setting up the interview friend circle's new single joyride 2.0 is out now via lost music collective and available everywhere online remember friend circle is spelt f-r-n-d C-R-C-L. You're going to need to know that if you're going to follow them on social media or find them on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever it is that you stream music. So make sure you please give them a follow. That's it for today's episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm Jacques Lamour, your host. This episode was brought to you by Connecticut punk rock band American Thrills and their debut single, Regular Blokes, which is now available everywhere. Founded in early 2020 during the pandemic, American Thrills came together to write their debut self-titled EP. The band's unique blend of upbeat punk rock with hooks for days and a sprinkle of Midwest emo caught the attention of New School Records, who will be releasing the EP December 18th. Now here's the song in full. Texas bound on the freeway, hunting down our own piece of this American dream. One hand's on the wheel, one hand catching the wind. We learn to shrink from green bottles, from one of our own dumb friends. We made a lot of regrets that summer and we're taking them to our graves. We were the punks, your mother warned you about, and the boys that your girlfriend was checking out. Now we're just regular blokes around town. We were the punks, your mother warned you about, and the boys that your girlfriend was checking out. Now we're just regular dudes. I spent the better part of my 20s chasing white lines across America with the throttle wide open. Okay.
checking out Now we're just regular blokes around town You were the punks, your mother who wore you about And the boys that your girlfriend was checking out Now we're just regular blokes around town We were the punks, your mother who wore you about And the boys that your girlfriend was checking out Now we're just regular dudes, yeah, yeah, yeah Our sponsors today, American Thrills, with their debut single, Regular Blokes. Their self-titled debut EP drops December 18th. Find out more about the band at AmericanThrills.com or go to NewSchoolRecords.com. And thank you uh, for being a sponsor, guys. I truly appreciate that. And if your band or business wants to sponsor an episode of Pop Punk and Pizza, send me an email at bangerangradio at gmail.com. Also make sure to uh, follow po- uh, the podcast on social media at Pop Punk Pizza Pod. You can catch up on previous episodes, hit up the merch store, or submit music to me at poppunkpizzapod.com. I am truly thankful for your support of this podcast. You really know how to make a guy feel loved. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and I'll talk to you next week. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Slice of pizza.